listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast. My name is John. I'm here with Tiny. Hello. And we are here with the world's most outstanding weird news. Um, we hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. I know mine was happy. Was yours? It was good. Yeah. I did a lot of eating. Mm-hmm. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. I love Thanksgiving, though. It was good. I hate all my family couldn't have been there, but we still had a good, I was probably 16, 17 people there. Okay. So, yeah, we're just flaunting our non-caring about coronavirus in everybody's <laughs> face, so. This is a super spreader event at yeah. the Lawrence family Thanksgiving. How many people died as a result of your Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, I imagine upwards of 200 will die. Okay. Yeah. But will die. Yeah, will. Okay, I got No you. confirmed deaths as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that's, you know, that's, well, that's what we call personal responsibility, right? Sure. Everyone right. had the option to stay home and, exactly. and hide. I decided I would rather get coronavirus than miss out on Thanksgiving with my family. Yeah. And it was an easy decision for me to make. Mm -hmm. Now, I can understand now people on the other side of that coin uh, made a different decision than me. But uh, for me, if it's between spending time with my family and eating really good food Mm -hmm. and getting a disease or an infection, what is it? Is it? It's not a disease. It's a... uh, We're talking about coronavirus. Yeah. It's, it's a virus. It's a virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's right there in the name. <laughs> Getting a virus. And I'm that so could potentially I'm thinking, he's trying to trick me. He's trying to trick me up. <laughs> it could potentially kill me. I would rather get the virus. Right. So I'm fine with that. I don't fear death. I don't I don't fear death at all. Yeah. I know where I'm gonna be and I'm happy <laughs> with that. So yeah, I don't fear death at all. So uh I got some really good stories this week. I got a story about a, a Joe Exotic update. Okay. Yeah. One of our favorites from 2020 <laughs> on this podcast. Was all, all the, you know, everyone talks about how bad 2020 has been mm-hmm. and how close we've all come to death at some point. Maybe it was worth it for Tiger King on yeah. Netflix. I, we, got, <laughs> we did get a lot of enjoyment out of that. This, uh, this year, while it's been horrible for a lot of people, we got Joe Exotic. We got a lot of good election stuff, you know, that <laughs> yeah. came along with the election, you know, campaigning. And now we still can't figure out who's the official president. <laughs> Looks like it's going to be Biden. But for some reason, I don't know why we can't just nail that down already. I and, mean, hey, no one likes losing, right? Sure. And, right. You know, Trump, he's like. Your cousin, who you beat in Street Fighter 2. Right. But he pulls out the cord. He pulls yeah. the, he shuts off the Nintendo before that final KO. Well, one of my friends, Alabama beat Auburn yesterday. <laughs> did they? Yeah, they did. Okay. What was the score again? It was, uh, what, 43 to 13? 42 to 13? 42 13. Okay. Yeah, 42 to 13. I know our buddy Stan. He's all year long, he's been telling me what last year's score was. Right. Yeah. Making sure I don't forget. Yeah. I was it, just curious if he would remember this one. To me, I, and I don't want to upset anybody, winning the Iron Bowl, the Alabama-Auburn game, is more important to Auburn fans, I feel like, than it is to Alabama fans. Yeah. Alabama fans, I don't see the same amount of, uh, we're going to rub it in, 365 mm-hmm. days. Well, I mean, it's just a step in the process, right? Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. bigger things we're trying we to get to. We got bigger fish to right. fry, usually. Uh, but in winning that game, uh, a friend of mine sent me a, a, a voicemail that said, uh, we were coming back. We just beat ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of time. We were going to win the game. We were coming back. Yes. I feel like that's how Trump feels. You know? yeah. like we're, <laughs> we only need uh, six more 94-yard uh, drives. <laughs> right. We'll be right back in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, my friend. Uh, has a really good sense of humor. Yeah, he's kind of like me. He's just in it for the last mm-hmm. when it all comes down to it. So. Right. But it was fun. I watched that game with my family. Uh, another super spreader event. Uh, and that was that's always a good time. For me, too. that was actually Thanksgiving number two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, with my my father's family on Thanksgiving. On. Yeah. Then my father-in-law had a funeral he had to do in Aniston uh-huh. on Friday. So okay. we ended up doing it on Saturday. That's tough. Mm-hmm. You gotta 
that's that's the downside of a preacher nobody talks about. You got to do a lot of funerals. Well, especially you know? this year. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, people dying left and right because mm-hmm. Trump doesn't care about <laughs> our health. <laughs> well, what kind of stories you got, dude? I've got a deer stole a hunter's rifle. Okay, we're going to talk about Scott Peterson, but I wanted to start off with this. And this is the mysterious metal monolith in Utah. Oh yeah, this is a this came out. I'm I want to say a day before, like while I was editing the show last week, this dropped, and I was like, man, I really wish we could have had it in last week's episode. But hey, you know, sometimes it happens. Sure. I still want to talk about it just because it's strange. But a mysterious metal monolith was discovered last week in the desert of the state of Utah, but it has recently disappeared. Utah's Bureau of Land Management said that it had seen credible reports that the object had been moved, removed by an unknown party, okay. which it showed up mysteriously too. Yeah. So and now it's gone. And now it's gone. We have no idea. But social media images, apparently from the site, showed a pile of rocks and a small piece of metal left behind. The discovery of the 12-foot-high object sparked a national guessing game as to how it got there and saw dozens of people pay a visit in recent days. The strange metal object was first reported on November 18th by a helicopter crew counting Hmm. bighorn sheep from the air in a remote southeastern area of the state. News of the discovery and speculation over its origins quickly went viral on social media, with many observers presuming that it was an art installation left by a sculptor. But no one has claimed responsibility for installing the structure, and now nobody has claimed responsibility for removing it either. There you go. Ryan Bocker, a Utah helicopter pilot who visited the site on Friday, told local TV station KSL that when his friend returned the next day, it had gone. So... He went to see it one day, Came 24 hours gone. later, he took his buddy out there and is gone. This is the new crop circle, by the way. <laughs> I hope so. Your crop circles have died down, haven't they? Well, I mean, you know, there was some uh, crop circle formation caught on video. Yeah, right. And when it came out that... Me I, and you could go do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Super disappointing right. that these mis- <laughs> circles and crops aren't aliens. Yeah, right. Turns out it's really just rednecks out <laughs> just, there. Just a couple of drunk guys <laughs> with a, some boards walking around. So disappointing. geometric shapes yeah. in, in somebody's wheat field. But I tell you what, if those same rednecks have not taken to putting up monoliths. I think that would be, rednecks are your perfect thing. (laughs) Who's going to weld? You know, who's going to weld a metal monolith? Yeah. But man, to get it out there. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I I guess if you got a big enough pickup truck, it's not that big a deal. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, some of my family that was in for Thanksgiving uh, are from Utah. Now, Mm -hmm. I live in Park City, so it's not really near this. But uh, they Where exactly was it? I mean, it said southeastern part of the state, but that's all. When it first popped up, they didn't want to say where it was. I guess they were, I don't know. They didn't didn't want people to get zapped by aliens, I guess. I don't know. Maybe so. I don't know. But from what I've heard, and on the internet and conversations with people is that it wasn't an easy place to get to, Mm -hmm. you know, like you had to want to go there. Yeah. It's not like right off the interstate or anything, but then to put up a big, huge monolith in this place is hard to get to. Yeah. I'm assuming it's hard to get a pickup truck there. It's hard to get there. Yeah. You you got a toe to 12, 12 foot monolith on your shoulder, I I guess. I don't know. I would think that it was probably Satanist, right? (laughs) That's the easiest answer. Right. They're doing some sort of ritual. Uh-huh. Probably tied a blonde hair, blue, uh, blonde haired, blue eyed child to it and did something. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how Satanists do. Uh, at least that's what I was told growing up. But I tell you what, if it was Satanist, I'm still curious how they got it out there. Did yeah. they use their demonic powers? Sure. <laughs> they summoned yeah. the power of the no. devil to put it there? Yes. Man. That's probably exactly what it was. Huh. Or it was aliens. Could definitely be aliens. Yeah. But I don't know why aliens would do, you know, why would you leave a metal pole out in the middle of a desert somewhere? I mean, I know in 2001, A Space Odyssey, oh. I like to think some dude walks up to the monolith and touches it. <laughs> and then he goes off and he invents Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> that actually works. Two hour delivery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, Amazon's really let a lot of people down here lately. Mm-hmm. Just want to throw that out there. Well, now, if you watch their social media commercials, they're saving they're saving the world. I, for some reason, yeah. I'll get them now that we're talking about it. My phone's listening to me, but I don't get a lot of Amazon <laughs> promos. So, But I'll order a lot off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. My wife does, but I don't. 
I tell her what to order for me. I <laughs> got gotcha. you. As if she's my servant. Yeah. <laughs> Deidre, That's how me, marriage works, right? Get me some underwear. <laughs> <laughs> the shiny kind you like so much. Yeah, right. You know what you like. <laughs> order what you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of puzzling. I would lean towards it being some sort of art exhibit. Mm-hmm. But then again, why would you make an art exhibit that no one that would possibly never see that some dudes had to find while they're counting bighorn sheep in a mm-hmm. helicopter. And it's still mysterious how it got yeah. out there. Oh, the pictures of it look like a Pink Floyd album cover. Yeah. You know? Somebody must've had access to some serious machinery. Yeah. Right. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, they don't I know say it here if it was of, hollow, but they said it was metal and it was right. 12 foot high. That thing can't be yeah, light. No, like, uh, I guess if it was made out of aluminum or something. <laughs> Al- aluminum. Aluminum. That's right. <laughs> It was hollow. And it was hollow. You could tote it. I don't know. And if you walk around back, it says a taste of a new generation. (laughs) (laughs) It said uh, made in China. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But uh, if any of our Utah listeners want to go down to this site, if it ever pops up again, mm-hmm. get in touch with us and we'll mail you an Earth Oddity sticker <laughs> to go stick on that bad boy. What if the next week it pops up in like a Sipsy Wilderness? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> like right there by yeah. the big tree? That's right. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's like making a world tour. <laughs> that would actually be really cool. That would be amazing. Yeah. And it turns out it's like an advertisement for Tesla <laughs> in the end. This is like some viral marketing campaign. I'm going to hope beyond all hope that whoever did this is a fan of Earth Oddity Podcast, and they're actually doing this just so we'll talk about sure. it on yeah. the podcast. That would be even better. <laughs> like I say, if it pops up anywhere else, let me know, and we'll get a sticker for you. And yes. just go slap what one on that. What if it pops up next time it pops up? What if it does have an Earth Oddity sticker <laughs> on it? <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be. Our downloads would go through the roof. If somebody can find it and put an Earth Oddity sticker yeah. on it. Yeah. I'll be your best friend. I'll give you $200 of Croc products. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. That would be super great. Well, I'm kind of disappointed that it went away so quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a common problem to have an erection that doesn't (laughs) stay around for a long time like that. uh, Here's hoping it'll pop up somewhere else. Yeah, I hope they erect it somewhere else in the future. Well, let's talk a Thanksgiving story here. Okay. Okay. It's from California. This comes from The Guardian. And the headline reads, All We Could Do Was Run. The Strange Story of Gerald, the Turkey Who Terrorized a City. Oh, man. The turkey locked eyes with her from across the park. Like many Oaklanders, 16-year-old Jojo Thompson had heard plenty of stories about Gerald, the feisty turkey harassing visitors in the city's Rose Garden. But before visiting the seven-acre public park with a friend on a recent October afternoon, she thought the tales had been exaggerated. After seeing the agitated turkey closing in on some people nearby, Thompson and her friend took refuge behind a tree, but they weren't safe. (laughs) You don't think you're going to be safe from a turkey behind a tree, do you? Gerald soon had the teens in his sight. The bird started stalking them menacingly, Thompson recalled. Uh, and then chased them up the hill and out of the park, and she lost both of her shoes in the process. I'd heard of these attacks, but I never thought it would happen to me. That's common. I mean, it happens <laughs> to all of us. I got to be honest. Growing up in Alabama, I have never heard of a turkey attack here. I have. Look, I used to. <laughs> just a pause for a story here. <laughs> One of my jobs in working as a farm boy was delivering cattle feed in the bag to farms Mm -hmm. and I would take like a ton of cattle feed in 50 pound bags to a farm have to unload it all by hand put it wherever they wanted me to put it and one of them had a bunch of turkeys at the farm Mm -hmm. and I had a turkey chase me one time (laughs) but it only chased me long enough for me to go why am I running from a turkey I turn around I started chasing it and it (laughs) left me alone after that let's see I just say maybe they should have tried that. You uh, pop that noggin. That's what I was like. I got close yeah. to it. I was going to kick it. You mm-hmm. know, I had some big old work boots on. Heck I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll just kick this thing and see what happens. Maybe My have turkey eats for your kind right. every single yeah. year. Exactly. We made a tradition out of it. Anyways, back to Gerald here. Which why would you name a turkey Gerald? I don't know. It's kind of a cool name for an animal, <laughs> yeah. though. I think of uh, Jerry from Parks and Rec. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like if he was a turkey. I've never watched Parks and Rec. Oh man! By the way. I've heard it was kind of funny. It's pretty good. Is yeah. it? 
I kind of just always thought it would be an office knockoff. It is for the first season, right. but I want to say season two, it really kind of finds itself and becomes its own show. Now, I don't want to alienate a lot of our millennial listeners, but The Office, while funny, is not as funny as some of y'all make it out to be. <laughs> That's just, I want to get on the record of saying that. Huh. Y'all are you're a little too over the top with it. So Gerald's, un- back to Gerald. Okay. <laughs> His unusually aggressive behavior in the Rose Garden has taken on an almost mythical status in parts of the California city. Uh, Stories of his reign of terror in the otherwise tranquil spot first spread across town, then sparked national and international headlines. Hmm. Uh, They were often, the reports were often similar. Gerald would spot an unsuspecting victim from across the garden. He would take off running, either chasing them away or if they stood their ground, mounting and scratching them until they fled. Golly. He often targeted the young and older people, those who could not quickly outrun him, and he seemed particularly attracted to wheeled vehicles, including, unfortunately, baby strollers. (laughs) And he had a red MAGA hat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's unclear how long Gerald has roamed the Rose Garden or when he was given his name. Some say the bird, uh, some say they saw the bird flying to the garden about four years ago. Have you ever heard a turkey fly? It'll uh, scare the crap out no, of you. No, I haven't. Like, we were hiking one time. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, we were canoeing one time down the Buffalo River, and these turkeys came off their roost up in a tree and flew over the top of us. We tumped the canoe over. It scared us so much. <laughs> wow. They okay. make a racket. <laughs> yeah. Many started recognizing Gerald because of a, his fan tail was missing a prominent feather on the left side. What is evident, though, is that Gerald began to turn on his human neighbors this year. According to the to a Guardian tally of online reports, Gerald has harassed more than 100 people in 2020. Um, and he hasn't met one single person that was willing to stand up to him. Well, it says attacks from the turkey became so common that people would enter would not enter the Rose Garden without a weapon. A stick, a rake, <laughs> or an umbrella were widely suggested. And one person said he used pepper spray on him. (laughs) And some people stopped going to the park altogether. Now, this is a really long article for you listeners if you want to read it. It's actually an excellent article, the way it's written Mm -hmm. and everything. But I just wanted to say that this would happen once in the South. (laughs) You know, before somebody brought a shotgun out there and shot him. You know, let's get you act together, California. Seriously. Yeah. Can't be letting a turkey. They got a video of him in here, too. Hmm. You know, just all puffed up, being proud and stuff. But, Hmm. yeah, you get somebody out there with some real tree camo on with their (laughs) kids, that that bird's going down. I was about to say, you turkeys, y'all might get away with that in Oakland. Yeah, But you bring that over here, where we don't even know what the word vegan means, (laughs) that's not going to happen. Our turkeys know their place in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) They'll run from you. (laughs) Uh, well, let's talk about another animal here. How about this? Uh, and this comes from Reuters. Czech hunter reports rifle stealing deer to police. Okay. You ever had a deer steal from you? <laughs> no, I haven't. Anything <laughs> other than corn. <laughs> <laughs> this comes from Prague. Czech police are seeking help in an unusual case after a deer turned the tables on hunters and snagged a pursuer's rifle on his antlers before running away. Wow. The deer, frightened by a dog, ran toward one of the hunting party tore his sleeve and caught the strap of a 22 Hornet rifle on his antlers and then <laughs> took off into the woods. Uh, he's out there with a 22 and got it stolen. Okay. The hunter has become the hunted. <laughs> the rifle, which the hunter had slung over his left arm, fortunately without any ammo, slipped on the antler on the deer's antlers and then it disappeared with him. They say another hunter later spotted the deer about a kilometer away, still had the gun <laughs> had on his on. antlers. <laughs> That's going to be an amazing mount when somebody kills you. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say, now, you know, which I don't hunt a lot, but if I shot a deer with a, a rifle on his antlers, I would just keep it oh, yeah. as is. <laughs> yeah. You know, like uh, 
But some people will catch a fish and get it mounted. Yeah. They'll leave like their lure in the lip <laughs> yeah. of it. You know, you got to leave that rifle in his hand. <laughs> got to. Because then people are going to come over and you're going to show them your deer. And they're yeah. going to be like, hey, is that your rifle up there? No, it came with the deer. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. This thing walked out in the greenfield. I put it down. I had an antler in his ear. <laughs> is that a rifle in his antler? Yeah. Uh, the hunter searched the forest, but they did not find the gun. He had no other choice than to report the incident to police because, you know. Sure. There's a gun out there that's yeah, unaccounted a, for. <laughs> yeah, no, somebody finds it one day and kills somebody and can get it traced back to him. Yes. The police said, adding, anyone who finds the weapon should contact authorities. Okay. So, <laughs> this uh, if this rifle shows up at a crime scene, we need to put out an APB on a deer. <laughs> on like a yeah, buck. An ADB. An all-deer <laughs> yes. all bulletin. Yeah, that's wild, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. What would you do if you were hunting and a deer walked out with a rifle <laughs> and his antlers? Uh, let me think. What would Jesus do? I, I guess I'd shoot him. <laughs> shoot him right on down. <laughs> yes. Exactly what Jesus would do. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'd be kind of wild. You know, like in the South, they would get a name. You know, they'd call him like old old twenty two, old Ruger, <laughs> right? <laughs> They'll name him like a famous dude Winchester. in the South. Oh, Winchester! <laughs> I saw old Winchester today. Couldn't get a shot on him. He was pointed right at me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to duck for cover. Yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to another animal esque story. Okay. And let's talk about Joe Exotic. Okay. Yeah, I believe. Somebody put this up in the group, this story up in the group. May have been Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a Jacqueline headline, mm-hmm. but I don't remember exactly who put it up. Whoever did, thank you. Yes. Because it's from one of the news sites I follow a lot, which is Pink News. Okay. Yeah. Joe Exotic reportedly spent $10,000 in Trump Hotel hoping for a presidential pardon. Hmm. Now, it wasn't, and you'll see in the article, it wasn't Joe Exotic himself. Uh, in there spending it because he's in jail. Well, I was just sitting here thinking, I mean, first of all, how did he spend this money and did he have $10,000 to spend there? Because I don't know. Last I checked, you know, he was never going to recover financially. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Exotic and his representatives have been running an extensive campaign to get Donald Trump to pardon the Tiger King star. Uh, Exotic was convicted in 2019 on two counts of murder for hire for plotting to kill his nemesis and big cat rescue owner, Carol Baskins, as well as eight counts of violating the Lacey Act for falsifying wildlife records and nine counts of violating the Endangered Species Act. He was sentenced to 22 years in prison last January. According to his rep. To his representative, Eric Love, Exotic's legal team has been corresponding with officials in Washington, D.C. in connection uh, with arranging a pardon for from Trump. Hmm. His representatives have been chasing a pardon since April of this year. When in a con- coronavirus briefing, Trump suggested that he would take a look into the Oklahoma Zoo owner's case. Oh, yeah. We talked about that on the show. Yeah. yeah. So that gave him some hope mm-hmm. that Trump's taking a look into it. Now, Never mind. Trump just says whatever comes into his mind. And he's kind of like me. He's he's like, yeah, no I'm going to get to that. Yeah. So my wife's like, hey, the salt faucet in the bathroom's dripping. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to take a look at it. And I <laughs> never will take a look at it. But part of their campaign for a pardon also included spending thousands of dollars in a Trump-owned hotel uh, in an attempt to get the president's attention, according to the New York Times. Now, here's the interesting part. An anonymous organizer told the publication that Exotic's team had spent around ten grand during a visit to the Trump International Hotel in Washington. So I always love the anonymous organizer right. who's willing to comment on Trump. Uh, this month, Republican Florida co- Congressman Matt Gates appeared on Fox News to say that he thinks Trump should pardon Exotic as well as himself <laughs> before he leaves office in January. Gatt suggested that the president should self-pardon to con- combat radical left bloodlust and added President Trump should pardon Michael Flynn. All right, that already happened. Mm-hmm. Happened this week. He should pardon the Thanksgiving turkey. He should pardon everyone from himself to his administration officials to Joe Exotic if he has to. And he continued on. 
because you see from the radical left of bloodlust that will only be quenched if they come after the people who work so hard to animate the Trump administration with the policies and the vigor and the effectiveness that delivered to delivered for the American people. So I think the president ought to wield that pardon power effectively and robustly. And that's how the article ends. So Joe Exotic's out there dropping dollars, trying to get Trump to notice him. <laughs> and uh, this congressman from Florida thinks Trump should pardon everybody. Mm-hmm. I would like to go ahead and ask for a pardon from President Trump, too, <laughs> for anything I may or may, may not have done or will do. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get a pardon going. Can you pardon people for stuff that they ain't been Could, charged, charged with, yet? with yet? I have no idea. I don't think so. Sure, I wouldn't not. think it would work yeah. that way. But I mean, if, as long as we're asking, let's mm. go ahead and me and you give one. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fine with getting a pardon. How cool would that be to have hanging on your office wall? I mean, if I had a presidential pardon, I think I would live life a lot differently. <laughs> <laughs> we keep a copy of it in your wallet. You like go shoplift. You're like, no, no more speed limits pardoned. for me. That's right. No more speed limits. No, I'm already pardoned, guys. <laughs> Oh, you're going to write me a ticket, officer? Let me show you this piece of paper from the president that says I'm pardoned. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that electricity bill, it's not getting paid on time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it'll work with bills. I don't know. I don't know what how What are they going to do? Lock you up? No. But <laughs> they'll cut, cut you it off. off. Get, yeah, I guess I'll come cut it off. Do you know when I was in college one time, I had a very bad year. I lived in an apartment by myself, mm-hmm. and uh, my water got cut off. About every other month. <laughs> and I would go out and cut it back on at <laughs> yeah. the meter. You right. know, like I got to take a pair of channel locks out there and twist it back on. And they had to, they came and put a lock on it. So I couldn't do it. And anymore. so you went out there with a pair of bolt cutters. <laughs> no. <laughs> then I had to go like spend all my rent money to get my water back on. And then the <laughs> rent people were like, or the landlord was like coming down on me. Then they changed the locks. <laughs> that was a real bad. That was a real bad year. That was a low point in my life. Yeah, uh, Deidre wouldn't even come to that apartment. By the way, because <laughs> at any moment you never know what was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it could be the FBI. It could be all kind of people. So yeah, it was not a good year. But yeah, yeah so I've had utilities cut off before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will do it with a quickness. <laughs> with a quickness. Yeah. They'll give you about a few months' notice of mm-hmm. going how you need to pay your bill, and if you don't, they'll they'll shut it right on down. What do you think about Joe Exotic? You think he should get a pardon? No. No? I mean, I don't think he is guilty of plotting to kill that lady. I mm-hmm. think he was set up for that. But all the other stuff, you know, like killing tigers and, you know, importing animals illegally and all that stuff, I'm sure he's guilty of. Did so. he import animal, uh, tigers? I don't know. Whatever I it thought said he bred them he was, all. <laughs> I, whatever it said, he got 22 years for up yeah. here. Let's see, the Lacey Act for falsifying wildlife records. I'm sure he's Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Lord knows we can't have that. And violating the Endangered Species Act. <laughs> you can't violate the Endangered Species Act willy-dilly. You're going to let him do that. You're going to have everybody doing it, Tiny. <laughs> well, from what I saw in the documentary, it looks like everybody is doing that. I'm, I'm for the rule of law, Tiny. <laughs> okay? This is America. We're a nation of laws. Uh, as Frank Zappa would say, we're a nation of laws badly written and poorly enforced. Well, I feel <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like this country is uh, it's a country of laws when you don't like what some people are doing. Exactly. And it's a country of freedom when you're doing <laughs> when things you're other doing people it. don't like you oh, doing. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly how it works. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it really more or less depends on what side you're of the issue you're on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Oh, but yeah, I don't I don't think he was really out to kill that lady as much as you know, ever they wanted you to believe in that movie or in that documentary series. I do think it's strange that he is locked up for hiring someone to kill the lady. Yeah. And the dude who was supposedly paid to kill the yeah, lady right. is out walking free. The dude, everybody in that movie that I wanted to get locked up was the dude who was riding the jet ski. You know, I don't even know what his deal was. Yeah. But that guy, I was like, we just need to put him in jail. You know, I don't know why? I don't know what he did wrong, but we need to put him in jail. Yeah. Yeah. He just was a sleazy guy. Mm-hmm. Joe Exotic is just a redneck. 
Yeah. I mean, your normal, everyday gay redneck. We <laughs> see him all the time in Alabama. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So I don't feel like he was out to kill her as much as they wanted to set him up to get the zoo for To her. get the zoo. Yeah. What was his name? Lowe? Jeff Lowe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jeff Lowe is the guy that they need to be getting. Uh-huh. Which I hadn't heard an update from him in a while. He may be in jail, too. Last I Well, I mean, we, we found out that uh, Carol Baskin's got all his tigers. Yeah, that's right. But the low guy or whatever, he was trying to go into business with that other dude. Yeah, at the end of the, mm-hmm. they were trying to start apart together. Yeah. But then I heard that. But he was also having a baby. And yeah, he hired him like a babysitter that was even younger and more yeah. attractive than his right. wife. Not that his wife wasn't any, anything to, you know, stick your nose no. up at. Yeah, I don't, my wife won't allow me to hire babysitters. <laughs> Wise woman. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> a man looks like me, they'll be trying to get all over me. So, yeah, she knows. Well, while we're talking about animals, let's talk about another one. Scott Peterson. Okay. <laughs> Great segue, by the Thank way. Thank you. Credit to Tiny for that segue. Thousands of ca- California inmates carried out a staggering COVID fraud, officials say. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Imagine inmates breaking the law. (laughs) Who would have thought? Tens of thousands of jail and prison inmates, including convicted serial killers and notorious inmates like Scott Peterson, have carried out what prosecutors described Tuesday as possibly the largest fraud scheme in California history. Okay. The alleged crimes, which center on pandemic unemployment benefits, could total as much as $1 billion. (laughs) With a B. Wow. Billion. Wow. They're getting in (laughs) Bernie Madoff's territory. Yeah, there comes a point where you're not even mad anymore. You're just impressed that they were able to do what they did. Yeah. Uh, The fraud is honestly staggering. District Attorney Anne-Marie Schubert said, Between March and August, Schubert said that inmates housed in California prison and in jails across the state filed 35,000 claims, totaling $140 million in benefits. Sometimes those benefits were paid directly to inmates inside the facility. Sure. They got it. Somehow they funneled it to their commissary account. Of course. Man, (laughs) can you imagine... The guards you could bribe yeah. if you had $140 million in your prison account. I guarantee you every member of the California government looks down their nose at Alabama. You know, <laughs> yes. I guarantee you they do. And for sometimes with calls, uh, you know, we're not perfect <laughs> right. over here. But uh, we didn't allow this to go off. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it says here that sometimes the benefits included fake Social Security numbers and names like John Doe. Sure. John Adams. And in one case, Poopy Britches. I was like how they went with the second president, John Adams. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, quite frankly, the inmates are mocking us, she said. In other <laughs> cases, claims were made with real names. Among them were 133 of the state's 700 death row inmates including convicted criminals like Carrie, is that Stainer? I'm not familiar. Sure. Uh, murdered four people near Yosemite National Park in 1999, Susan Eubanks, who murdered her four sons in 1996, and Peterson, who allegedly killed his wife and unborn son in 2002. Yeah. Oh, he didn't. He was allegedly, right? No, well, he... it's, a, it's an interesting case. Oh, yeah. I don't know a whole lot about it. I don't keep up with a lot of murder cases. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Surprise. If, if it doesn't involve me. Says that earlier this year, Peterson's capital sentence was overturned after the state's high court ruled that there had been significant errors during jury selection in his trial. Prosecutors have said they will again seek the death penalty in the case. Asked how much fraud was associated with Peterson's claim, another prosecutor with Schubert's office said, we know the number, but they declined to provide it, citing an ongoing investigation. Okay. Anyway, it just goes on and on here, but it's it's so much. I mean, I don't know how they did it, but like we were talking about, at some point, the numbers, there's so many zeros. Yeah. You're just impressed. Yeah, you're you like, wow, wow. Good job. Hats off to you <laughs> yes. guys. You know, like it probably spread like wildfire too. Like one guy was like, hey, man, I'm going to file an unemployment claim, you know, <laughs> right. and it worked. And then he was like. Hey, y'all got to start doing this. Like, <laughs> yes. My commissary account went from twenty dollars to like eight million. You know? And then that dude, he's got like all the cigarettes. Oh yeah, he's got all the toothpaste, sure, all the cookies, and they're like, <laughs> dude, where are you getting all this? <laughs> well, you know, uh, 
I find it hard to believe that the government will be irresponsible with the taxpayers' money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It doesn't. really makes me feel better about giving them more taxes sure. to help the poor because I know how responsible <laughs> they're going right. to be. Yes. I know how much help they're going to do. Well, you know, uh, the war on poverty has been about as successful as the war on the drugs. So <laughs> yes. let's just throw more money at the problem <laughs> and see what happens. Right. Right. Well, uh, let's talk about another politician here. I lost the other story that I told you I was going to do okay. beforehand, but I just found this one. Uh, Gabby Girl and others, this will be a somewhat PG-13 story. <laughs> yes. So get your parents' permission sure, before right. continuing. You need an adult to listen to, you, to this with Yes. You. Okay, so they can press pause. Hand them your phone or whatever you're listening on this device you're listening to this on so they can control it. Yeah, we are not responsible for any right. minors that are corrupted as of listening to this. It, we're, ask our moms. We're extremely irresponsible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> extremely yes. not responsible. All right, so here we go. Mayor of Novosibirsk. Oh, yeah, I know where that is. Sure. This is a Russian city, I think. Defends decision to shape city's main ice rink like a penis for the second straight year. (laughs) So there's a picture of it right here. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely a phallic-shaped ice skating rink. Last year, the main skating rink, not skating rink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! That's something totally different. <laughs> in, in Novosibirsk, in Novosibirsk, bore the brunt of many jokes when it was revealed to be shaped like a penis. Now the city's mayor has explained that a phallus is the most efficient way to use the available space. Speaking to the RIA Novosti on Friday, the mayor of the Serbian capital. Antelay Lockout uh, explained that the authorities didn't consider the appearance of the rink, but purely wanted to maximize pleasure (laughs) and make it large enough to enable a sporting element allowing for acceleration. Nice. (laughs) Honestly, both this year and last year, the shape of the ice rink was the last thing we thought about. We thought about the area and maximizing the territory that can be occupied by an ice rink in order not to create crowding, he said. In the mayor's opinion, the winter has sparked some people's imagination, despite the fact that the paths are the same shape in the summer. The infrastructure alleys and paths are built in that way, Lockout said, and as soon as ice appears, someone's imagination begins to play up. I hasten to assume, not a healthy imagination, apparently they think about something. So what he's saying is, you got penis on the brain. Yeah, you see what you want to see. right. Like Uh, a Rorschach test. Exactly. There we go. (laughs) Yes. Located in front of the Novosibirsk, I've said this city's name like four different ways while I've read it. One of them's got to be right. Novosibirsk State Opera and Ballet Theater. The city's central ice rink caused a stir last year when a drone took photos of its shape. Writing on Facebook, Vice Mayor Anna Tereshinokova brushed off the criticism, joking that real art should excite, <laughs> which is the best way. You just got to lean into yes. it. You know? <laughs> uh, and that's all this article has to say about that. But there are some better pictures here in the article. Everybody can check it out in the show notes of it. And it's even more than the diagram yeah. I showed you earlier. Mm-hmm. Very, um, yeah, definitely looks definitely mm-hmm. looks like you would imagine it would. I mean, you know, I guess phallic shapes are very common in art. Sure. So it's not too surprising that there's yeah. a ice skating rink out there that there's an bears element a vague resemblance. Yeah. There's an element to uh, to it. Oh, yeah, like you said, they wants to maximize the space and prevent <laughs> crowding. Yeah, Yeah. thinking about the pleasure of the people. Yeah. So kudos to this mayor for Mm -hmm. standing his ground. And that brings us to our sponsor, Cajun Curl. (laughs) We want to thank our sponsor, the world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out on CajunCurl.com where you can order their spice. It's created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. 
Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Now, I posted a picture in the Cajun Curl Community Facebook group. Everybody should go join it of a Cajun Curl cheese ball my mom made for the game yesterday. I uh, saw it. Yeah, nice. Know, it was amazing. I'm a cheese ball fan anyways, but the Cajun Curl just put it over the top. So, gotcha. Um, everybody should check out there and join their Facebook group and uh, and also go and buy Cajun Curl on CajunCurl.com where you can not only order the Bayou Blended Spice, but you'll find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can also locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowell's Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace Boulevard in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP of the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Well, what do you want to do now? Um, <laughs> whatever you want to do. We got a review. Oh, yeah. I didn't even well, check. We, we, we saved one from oh, last that's week. that's right. Yeah. We've got some questions, and we've got a voicemail, and we've got an email this week. Okay. So, it's a, it's a, a lot to go. We better get started. We'll go whatever direction you want to go, Tiny. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and start with the questions. Okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We don't have a ton of questions this week, but we do have a few. So, Jacqueline asks... Why are tires so freaking expensive? I mean, they're made with like $10 worth of materials. Also, why can't car tires have those huge treads like a tractor so that they can last forever? Tiny cannot answer this. As you may be able to tell, I recently had to shell out for two new sets of tires. Okay, well, Tiny's the tire expert. (laughs) I can't answer though. (laughs) Out of this podcast, Tiny is the tire expert, but I will tell you exactly everything you know. Tires are expensive because tires last a long time. You know, if they were uh, made cheaply and you had to buy them all the time, then they wouldn't cost as much. So that is why they are expensive. You can't have huge tread. Well, you could have huge treads on your tire, but it's not going to be a smooth ride uh, while you ride. And was there anything else in there I missed? No, that was it. Okay, because you can ride in a tractor at road speed, which is like 35 miles per hour, and you'll bounce all over the place <laughs> in that bad boy because of the tread on them. Yeah. So, yeah. I concur. Is that right? Does that seem <laughs> yes. right to you? Okay. As usual, you know, <laughs> everything. know everything. You know everything. Yeah, exactly. I will say that there's a lot of human labor that goes into tires, which yeah. that really jacks up the price. Oh, yeah. Especially when you got unions running the tire <laughs> shops like you do. <laughs> yeah. uh, if we could have 12-year-olds and they're working for $2 an hour, tires would be cheap. Also, there was a time when tires were biased tires mm-hmm. and... I mean, it was just a different construction, and they lasted about half as long. Yeah. Until one one day, one company figured out how to make radial tires, right. which doubled the life of the tire. And what was that company? <laughs> BF Goodrich. Okay, there we go. <laughs> we'll give a plug to BF Goodrich. Everybody want to sponsor us <laughs> one day. But get this. Now that tires cost the same, mm-hmm. or maybe a little bit more, but they lasted twice as long, yeah. that didn't mean everybody went out and drove twice as much. <laughs> right. Tire sales plummeted, and it was like a huge black eye to the market for yeah. a long time. But fortunately, we recovered. We do have better tires now. Right. And uh, maybe other tire companies are, have gotten over courage <laughs> ruining their, <laughs> ruining their market. Their bottom line. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But yeah. Okay. So well, that's good. that's an interesting tidbit. Yeah. Okay. Cal asks, kind of random, but does anyone think America and Canada should fuse and become Comerica? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> yeah. I do not. We don't want to bring on the burden of Canada. <laughs> no, no. Not that Canada is not great, but I, 
here in America, we enjoy a certain level of dangerous freedom. Sure. And if you don't think it's dangerous, just turn on your TV and look at the people dying of coronavirus. Sure, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. We, <laughs> Canada seems a little too... Uh, and I love ca- our Canadian brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. especially my Canadian sisters. Especially the ones that will acknowledge us. Yeah. But uh, Canada seems more like the Baptist of the North America. Like, they're not going to get into it like we are. Right. Right. You know, like, they're just going to sit back and go, that doesn't seem like the right thing to do all the time. Whereas America is your extremely drunk, extremely obnoxious uncle at Thanksgiving. Right. That's just yelling and (laughs) telling everybody else what to think and what they should do. Spilling food all over the place. (laughs) You got a stained on, stained up shirt and a pair of cut off camo pants. Right. Yeah, that's America. <laughs> He'd been outside working on the car. Yeah. And I don't want to pull Canada down into that, you know, too. <laughs> right. You know, by the, by the same token, I don't want Canada to get drugged down, you yeah. know, from their their <laughs> normal sense of peace and love and all that. And, the world can only have one America. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's us. It's us. We call now. dibs. Now, we'll, we're in the slow process of ruining this whole empire. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> and we'll yeah. one day be broken up, balkanized, <laughs> if you will, into a bunch of smaller nation states. But uh, but for now, we're fine. You don't, you don't want to get involved with us. Right. We're like the bad kid. And then Nicole asked, and this is the last question, are there people who actually enjoy cranberry jelly from the can? Now, I'm pretty sure what she means is cranberry sauce. Yeah. That's what we call it down That's here. That's right, yeah. Yeah, cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people do. Even I, though it is kind of like jelly. Yeah, it is. A, I was, yeah, it would fit into a jelly category, I guess, mm-hmm. or jam. What's the difference between jelly and jam? Do you know? What's the difference between jelly, <laughs> jam, and a preserve? Do okay. you know? Well, now, preserve, that's what you get from the Mennonite people sure. at, the, at the farmer's right. market, right? Looks a lot like jelly, though, <laughs> yes. right? If I believe jelly and jam, like, isn't one of them supposed to have, like, actual fruit? I have no in idea. It? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't eat a lot of jelly. I or think jam. nowadays it's all it's all kind of intermingled. Okay. But I think at one time there may have been a again, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is all just straight off the top of but my for, head. But back to Nicole's question. Yes, there are people who like canned cranberry sauce and that I would be one of them. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't know anybody who makes it normally, right? Right. Well, why would you? There are because I mean she she was talking in our Discord this week. Apparently, yeah, they, there there are some people who do. But okay, I know down here where we're from, you just crack open that can. <laughs> yes, you go to the store and you get a can. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine to me. Maybe I don't know what I'm missing out on. Though. If you shake that can just right and tap on the bottom, you can get it all in the shape. Oh of the yeah, can. exactly. It looks like it's in a can, and you put it in like a little butter dish and you slice it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. That's exactly how we do it at my place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, people like it. Uh-huh. So that's why they still make it, because people like it and eat it. When I was a kid, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely loved cranberry sauce. Nowadays, it's still okay, but yeah. I've got to the point where I like the taste of the dressing so much that I would actually rather just have the dressing. No cranberry sauce. Not even gravy. Not that yeah. the gravy's not good. I'm just, I love dressing that much. Yeah, I do too. I, and in fact, I didn't even eat any cranberry sauce this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. So sorry, Nicole, if you're anti-canned <laughs> cranberry sauce, but Ocean Spray's out here making a killing off That's what I say. Your daddy, he works in a grocery store. Yeah. Did he, he, I'm guessing he sells a lot sure. around this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So... So there are some people. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are some people. A significant amount of people, I would have to say. <laughs> right. Uh, and that'll do it. Oh, okay. no, no, wait, wait, wait. One more oh, question. One more question. Sorry, Sorry, we have okay. one to come in late. Hey, everybody. Tiny here. Um, How can I put this? Some jokes are coming up here that maybe are a little insensitive. I just want everyone to know that these jokes are aimed at Helen Keller exclusively, not the deaf community as a whole. If you're deaf and you're listening to this, read my lips. I am very sorry. Don't mean to offend. Feel free to call me a stupid fatso. People have been calling me that my whole life. Dio Rocks asks, have you ever seen the movie The Miracle Worker? And did you laugh out loud at the scene where Anne, where Annie Sullivan and Helen Keller have a cage match at the dinner table? <laughs> I, I've never seen the movie Miracle Worker, 
but I might have to watch it for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm anti Helen Keller to begin with. <laughs> I'm on the record stating that I didn't think she should be on our Alabama State quarter. I was about to say Tuscaloosa is famous because of the <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide. Sure, but before them, yeah. <laughs> Helen well, Keller for the Helen Keller uh, Mental Health Institution or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I'm anti Helen Keller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think she did some really great things in her life, but. I was offended that they put her on our state quarter and not Lionel Richie. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. So he should have. He's much done much more for our state than Helen Keller did. I've seen the Miracle Worker. It's been a long time. I, saw, like, I watched, watched it like in an elementary school or something, but I don't even remember it. In fact, now that I think about it, I may have actually been in Dio Rock's class ah. when we watched it in school. <laughs> I just remember everybody for weeks afterward going ground. <laughs> what is what's her hometown? Do you know? No. Tuscumbia, I think. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. And you can go up to her house and all that and see the little whale and everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, people people a little over the top on Helen Keller, okay? <laughs> it's kind of like The Office. Okay, she did some good things, but it ain't as great as you think. What about Helen Keller jokes? Helen Keller jokes will always be funny to me. <laughs> they will never not be funny. You got to pay for the Patreon if you want some <laughs> Helen Keller jokes. But that's our whole Patreon episode. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another question: Does Helen Keller do Helen Keller jokes exist outside of Alabama, or is that just something we like localized here? <laughs> That's a good here, question. You know? I just remember when I was in high school and, and middle school. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, right. you know, I know. There were jokes that you told that were hilarious, but horribly wrong. Yeah, horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, not PC in the slightest. Right. And you didn't want to tell them around your teachers or no. you might get a paddling. No. <laughs> I was thinking, like, was somebody from Nevada telling Helen Keller jokes? Like, they don't care who Helen Keller is, right? I don't know. You know, like a middle schooler in Nevada <laughs> telling Helen Keller jokes or California or New Hampshire. I mean, maybe if you're blind or you're deaf, is <laughs> Helen Keller's a big deal. Sure. Yeah, but, I would think so. Yeah. You're huge. Mm-hmm. Well, Helen Keller, famous Alabama. Okay. <laughs> yes. Not as famous as Lionel Richie, in my opinion. <laughs> Not as famous as Jesse Owens, by the way. Mm-hmm. Or Randy Owens, lead singer of the country music <laughs> supergroup Alabama. All of those should have been on the quarter before her, yeah. in my opinion. And her her statue's up at the Capitol, too. <laughs> yeah, name me one hit song yeah. that Helen Keller Helen wrote, Keller never- and then she can be on the quarter. You think? Helen Keller couldn't even sing Deep River Woman, okay? Yes. <laughs> Walking on the ceiling? <laughs> Mary had a little... Eh. <laughs> Don't count. <laughs> uh, that was tiny for the record. That, that will not make it. <laughs> no, no. You need to leave that in there. That's too good to delete. <laughs> that's too good to delete oh that was good another <laughs> what was the Miss America from Alabama Heather Whitestone she was deaf okay yeah huh. I would put out some deaf people that did good stuff <laughs> yeah. down here yeah, yeah. okay alright well do you want to read a review <laughs> yeah. <Now>? moving on <laughs> let's read a review uh, we got two actually the one came in today Oh, nice. The first one is from Dwayne Morris, and Texas Man is his title. I like that. (laughs) Yes. Five stars. Hey, guys, just wanted to say thanks for putting yourselves out there. We all appreciate the laughter, and so do we. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Morris. I appreciate that. Uh, And tell people in Texas we love the state of Texas, okay? Oh, my mom's calling me. Uh Uh-oh. Let me see if I can. Hey, Mom. Hey, y'all have a good evening. Well, we're recording the podcast right now. You are on it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, what no, you, no. What do you want to say to the world? Early. What do you want to say I'm... to the world? <laughs> Tell everybody what a great son I am. You are, and I love you very much. I love Aww. you too. I will talk to you later. Oh, is this something you important? Call me later. Is this... No, not anything really important. Okay. It All sounds right. kind of important. Bye. All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> love you. Okay. One of the sweetest women ever. John's mom. (laughs) My mom's an angel. It is amazing (laughs) that she gave birth to a person that acts like I do. And I'm so glad she wasn't in the room a minute ago. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) made that terrible joke. (laughs) Yeah. You know, been like uh, like a single tear trickled down her cheek. (laughs) Yeah. All right. 
So let's, I'm going to read the other one. This is from Dark Mav 36. <laughs> the best podcast ever. Uh, five stars. Honestly, this is literally the best podcast I've ever listened to. Tiny is absolutely hilarious, and John is pretty okay. Yes! <laughs> Tiny clearly wrote this <laughs> review. Nah, I'm just joking. Both of you guys are great. It's so good, I'm considering becoming a Patreon, but I just haven't quite pulled the trigger yet. Because, you know, that costs money, and I don't have enough of that floating around. The only thing I would say is please don't ever become overproduced like Rhett and Link. Those guys used to be great and authentic, but they just felt so they just feel so fake nowadays. All in all, guys, this is pretty much the best podcast I've ever come across. P.S. McDonald's fries are the best fries. <laughs> Five guys isn't even fast food, so they don't count. Okay, clearly John wrote this review. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dark Mav 36. Thank great you so review. much. That was a great review. And I would just like to say that uh, I, too, used to be a huge fan of Rhett and Link. And I don't want to say anything bad, but they're, they're still okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I will not. I hope to never become. I don't even know who Rhett and Link are. Oh, man, they're these two guys. They uh, They started, well, they had, they're the guys who did all the crazy commercials. Back in the local commercials, they did a Coleman liquidation. Oh, okay, all Those right. dudes, yeah. yes. Yeah. They had a show on IFC called Rhett and Link Commercial Kings where the yeah. show was them doing local commercials for people, and it was hilarious. Uh, when that show didn't get picked up for a second season, they just started a 10-minute daily show on YouTube. Okay. And over the years, it's grown up, and it's like, it's huge now. Okay. You know, and those dudes, they're, they still do YouTube, but they're able to... You know, make their income, their a good income. They have like an entire staff and oh, wow. all that stuff. They're like big time now. So, huh. yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll be big time one day. <laughs> yes. If we get really rich, I might like, I don't know any, none of y'all. <laughs> Just so y'all know, I will be hard to control if I ever become rich. So, just so everybody knows. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it's a great review. Those are the kind of reviews that we like. Yes. Those two. So let that be a lesson to all you other people out there. <laughs> Write reviews like that and do it right now. So, um, we have a message. Okay, let's let's go do that. Hey guys, it's Jacqueline calling to you from uh, ice cold Canada. The winter has come again. Great show. I was actually uh, well, not pleasantly surprised, of course, but uh, I I really enjoyed this show. Uh, I want to start off by saying I did listen to John on the other podcast, and it was uh, it was quite interesting. So, John, now that you're a double podcast star, can a movie about your life be that far off? So, <laughs> who would play John Long in the John Long story? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's perfect. Yeah. No, I, don't know. I already know. <laughs> yes. yeah. He's uh, he's got those John Long crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah, we we look alike, so that's fine. I know. I know. I own a mirror. People forget. Yes, I like to try to make fun of me, but yeah, I own a mirror. In the John Long movie, I would cast uh, Chris Farley to play me, except he's dead. He's dead. So yeah, it's gonna I be would a get tough his brother. One. It's gonna be a tough one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I would probably have uh, Kelly Kapowski as Deidre. <laughs> uh, fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. And uh, yeah, let's see. I don't know who would play you, Tiny. Uh, Kevin James. That's perfect. That is perfect. That is perfect. It? Kevin James with build-up shoes so he looks taller yeah, than he, he is. Yeah, he's a lot taller. <laughs> That's shooting from underneath the whole time. That's it. Yeah. That would be John's uh, like podcast buddy that pulls him into the world of podcasting yeah, there we against go. his will. Yes, yeah, right. by the way, if you hadn't listened to A Stronger Fate like Jacqueline did, just let me plug it right here in the middle of her phone call. As she said, it was an excellent interview. I've gotten a lot of rave reviews on it, so you should go check it out. Mm -hmm. I'm not as dumb as y'all think I am. It'll bring a tear to a glass eye. <laughs> Perfect for small groups. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming that you're going to say Brad Pitt. So after that, though, I do have a few other suggestions. I uh, thought about it and maybe like a Justin Long, you know, last name, but also he could be, uh, you know, in there or uh, also like a Shia LaBeouf type is what I'm thinking uh, for maybe a young John Long. 
so another thought that I had about the show, um, about eating oneself, what would be the nutritional value to eating oneself? I mean, I know that, uh, you know, eating meat obviously has nutritional protein, but um, what about eating oneself? I, I, I mean, I can't imagine it's got to be healthy, um, but, you know, in saying that, would I try it? Absolutely. Uh, oh, speaking of food, uh, my husband made mac and cheese for me the other night. Well, he makes it all the time, and it's my favorite. And uh, this time, instead of the breadcrumbs, he put a little Cajun curl in with the breadcrumbs. Oh, so good. And now he's been asking me to put it on just about everything that either I cook or he's been putting it in everything that he cooks, and it's amazing. Uh, anyway, John, back to uh, the show. While you were saying cases have gone up, but yet you haven't heard that the hospitals have been overrun, uh, I'm sure Deirdre can explain it to you better than me, but uh, the cases have gone up mostly amongst 18 to 35-year-olds who have mild symptoms, so that's why the hospitals aren't overrun, but the cases have gone up. Uh, do Catholics love the Pope? I love the Pope. The Pope is my guy. I freaking love Pope Francis. Um... But again, I'm a socialist, loudmouth, you know, whatever. So that's kind of maybe why I like it so much. Uh, La Croix, you were talking about the name of the of the newspaper and also the drink. Uh, it means the cross in French. So there you go. Uh, I haven't been able to read the newspaper, but I do know how to read. Much like Deirdre, I was taught to read before I got married. Big mistake. And my husband has allowed <laughs> me to continue to read. Um, but he's very good about it. And uh, actually, he only beats me with a stick that is thinner than his thumb. So, as the rules allow. I was going to say, we call them Walker County rules. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I'm kidding. Um, uh, she's not done. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, your machine just cut me off, so I will take that as a hint that I should wrap it up. And so, yeah, I will uh, talk to you later. Bye. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much for calling in and setting us straight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't cast Brad Pitt as mm-hmm. me. No. No, that wouldn't work. I'm much better looking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well. One more thing. Oh, yeah. You said we have an email? You know what? We have an email, but uh, let's push that till next week. Okay. This show episode is getting a little long in the tooth, and we'll have something for next year. Sure. But, uh, Monica, we got your email, and oh, yeah. we'll be sure to get I it next week. I look forward to hearing it. <laughs> yes. It deserves more discussion than we would be able to a lot I got for that email this, this week. We're so. bumping up on the time limit. <clears throat> we are. But one thing we absolutely must do before we end this show is thank our patrons. Yes. All of them. Everyone. <laughs> Each patron. And I need to bring it up here on my computer so I don't forget any of them. And to the, who is a dark map, dark Mav. Yes. Just say, man, just lay off a couple of trips to McDonald's <laughs> and you got Patreon, Patreon money uh, right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Five bucks. But yeah, just don't tithe at your church one week. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, that's not even a full tithe. No, yeah. No. <laughs> Those patrons that we are so very, very, very much thankful for are Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Kara Wiscow, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Thomas Williams, The Dapper Man, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Chris Tipton, Ms. Jacqueline B., and Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Will. Thank you all so much. It really means a lot. By the time this show comes out, we will have already picked our winner. But uh, to our winner, who yeah. congratulations. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> we got a couple more days, but this show won't make it out before then. So congratulations. We hope you enjoy your footwear. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be styling and profiling. Yes. All over your town, stunting on your friends. That's right. I guess that'll about do it. You got anything else before we end the uh, free show? No, no. Uh, just everybody, I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope everything goes your way and that your life is as wonderful as it can be. Nice. What we got coming up in the Patreon show? I got a story about a stewardess. Okay. Doing some stewardess stuff that 
It's in the handbook, <laughs> okay. I guess. Yeah. Uh, we are going to talk about an Oregon man's marital woes and the physician that he saw okay. as a result. Sure. All right. Go seek a health professional. Yes. Yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're on them all. Everywhere. Yes. Anywhere you find podcasts. If you would like to email into the show, the email address is earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you want to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. That's right. We got some cool show art. You can check that out. Underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yep. We've got a Discord. Link is in the show notes. Join up to that. We've got a Boomer Twitter for maybe a little bit longer. <laughs> I hadn't logged in on that in a while. <laughs> I don't even think I posted our last show, okay. like a link to it or anything last yeah. week. So, And we also have a phone number. What's we that do. phone number? It's 662 493 2059. That's 662 493 2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.